Yo, listen, we're on episode six. Who are you? It's me again. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't recorded in a long time, basically because I'm trying to revamp and see where I kind of want to go. And um, I'm think I thought about changing things up so it's more. I don't know, more interactive. It's kind of lonely recording by yourself. You just feel like you're talking to a brick wall. So I have a new co-host. Hi. Hi. (laughs) She was on one of the episodes. I think it was episode three you were on. I think it was three. And we were talking about all kinds of things. We The conversation just went. So I figured she would be a nice addition to the podcast. So welcome my new co-host. Wouldn't what are we gonna go? We listen, everything you get in this live stream, <laughs> like everything, I don't even know what to call her. What what are we gonna go by? I still like anonymously yours. I don't I still like that. I don't I don't think I should change. Mm. What as far as our names? Yeah, what your like, what, what, what my name is? My yeah. name is Christina. Christina, and that's what you want to go by, right? Yeah. Okay. Not CC or Tina. Not CC, not Tina, not But Christina Christine. is a Christina is like, ooh, Christina. Like it's so long. It's long. My name is nine letters. I mean, it's pretty long. Yeah, it is pretty long. <laughs> um, but yeah, so welcome my new co-host, Christina. Hi. And um, yeah, so I don't know if I want to stick with anonymously yours. I want something that kind of incorporates the both of us, but we'll work on it. What do you guys think? I mean, if you're listening. Yeah. I guess they had to check out our vibe first, right? Yeah. See if we should stick with anonymously yours or should we re- revamp the name? Yeah. Who knows? We'll I mean, see. I like it. Yeah, it's the good thing about podcasting. You can kind of do what you want, record when you want, post when you want. Like it's all, all it's like having your own business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the only reason why I want to try to stay consistent is to bring in a steady fan base, a right. listening base. So um, with this new revamping thing that I'm having going on, um, or now that we are having going That's on, right. um, <laughs> yeah, we're a couple now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> with this new thing that we have going on, I'm hoping that. Um, you know, everything would be a little bit more consistent now and give you great topics. I mean, we could talk about anything really, right? Yes. But this episode, episode six, we're going to get into jealousy in all forms of jealousy. We would like to talk about our experiences with jealousy. And the reason why I thought, hey, let's talk about jealousy. This episode, of course, is because of the recent passing of Nipsey Hussle. Everybody, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest. I didn't listen to his music like that. I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I, I won't claim to be like a super Nipsey fan. Right. You know what I'm saying? I won't do that. Um, but to have someone that their death impacts. The hip hop like, community. You feel it everywhere yeah. like a tidal wave. Mm. It kind of forces me to look into not even as like not so much the music but who is this person because mm-hmm. it, yeah the music is cool but i feel like the impact that he had was beyond music yeah oh yeah definitely like, like I, I i had to get off social media for a while with it because it was just too much and it was like the grief was overwhelming it yeah. was everywhere yeah. so um but i've seen so many positive things happen as far as like gangs kind of call intrusive like peace oh wow like that and i'm just like it's a shame someone had to lose their life yeah in order to bring about that but i believe god source universe whatever you want to call it um knows better than we do what we need to Mm -hmm. move or when or when you've met 
your path. Like, right. you know what I mean? That right. That's a calling beyond us. Right. But as far as our world is concerned, where we live in, this is how I kind of took Nipsey's death. Although I didn't listen to his music, I know that he loved his girl, Lauren yes. London. Lauren yes. London was absolutely in love with him. And yeah. it's hard to find men who love their women, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and are proud of their women. Yeah. There's not many that you come around. So when somebody takes that, yeah. somebody that takes the fact that he was a father and good to his family, mm-hmm. um, the one, somebody who goes and take somebody that's trying to be a pillar of their community he was like almost like a hood hero mm-hmm. you know what I mean he was I putting like that, businesses yeah. in there in the, in the community he was giving felons a job he was on his way that day that he got shot he was on his way to talk to the LAPD about you know um, what they can do to help children stay off the streets he was in the midst of a documentary with mm-hmm. Dr. Sebi mm-hmm. yes uh, about doing so he was doing big things and I felt like his death is so reminiscent of when Tupac and Biggie died how it affected yeah, everybody the community as a whole yeah i don't think we've been yeah. hit like that since then right right if you think about it maybe r&b you know what i mean but not like rappers yeah because it's, it, hip-hop is is it's different mm-hmm. it's a different energy um it has a different as far as the message of the voice of the people mm-hmm. is, is like strong throughout hip hop. That like is DNA so hip-hop. true. So it's like when you have a voice that's beating loud, like, I mean, God forbid, knock on all the wood in the room, but like mm-hmm. if we were to lose like Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Then, oh yeah. You know, that's a, that's a wave that's going to hit like a tsunami. Mm-hmm. Everyone, black, white, mm-hmm. hip hop. And that, I think the last time that that somebody got hit like that was when Aaliyah died. So yeah, it'll be right. some, maybe, you know, it'll be somewhere similar to, how that affected people and i hate to put death yeah i hate to put death on like a scale of when it hits the community but it's it's true it's what draws attention to it right yeah like people die in the hood every day yeah in the hip and hip-hop die every day yeah and it's it's an unfortunate truth but it's it's when people like the nipsies and Mm -hmm. the tupacs and the biggies when they pass from this realm to the next that it's it hits it, a little it, harder it, it makes you pause yeah you know yeah. and sometimes we pause long enough to to do some serious reflect mm-hmm. and i think in the unfortunate passing of nipsey um there was a long enough pause right where people were able to take a step back and say what what exactly are we doing absolutely yeah. absolutely is it enough to affect long lasting change prayerfully so mm-hmm. prayerfully this isn't just a Oh, we cool for the moment and then we go back to the bullshit. Mm-hmm. But this is uh we in order for our community to move forward in the way that we need to in unity and love and in helping one another young, old you know, hood yeah. educated, whatever, mm-hmm. we have to do this together and shooting each other down and and being negative is not the way to do it. Right. Right. So no. Hopefully it causes more people to think. Mm. Um prayers up like you know just been praying for the family anytime you know they got like kids and Mm -hmm. every loss is a loss but it's just like you look at it from the dynamics i look at it as like what if that was my son Mm -hmm. you know there's so many people that are affected i would be so devastated and the fact that he was the what i connect biggie tupac and nipsey to because i know some people are like how are you even intertwining those people but they were all very they were all very intellectual and they were all about yeah Yeah. about change and almost pro pro what is the word i'm looking for yeah prolific like 
almost like prophecy type men because they were saying things that we did experience. Like mm-hmm. they were saying things like they see how the community was going and like Biggie knew that somebody was going to kill him. Biggie, he just felt it. You know what I mean? And, you know, even with Nipsey's, his, he, when he said, if they kill me for this documentary, y'all better ride for me. Right. Unfortunately, came it from an, an, an unexpected way. And it's his own. And that's why we get to jealousy. Like, this is somebody he knew, somebody he was was going to help out. Or I don't know what transpired, whether he humiliated him, um, embarrassed him in front of the people out there. I don't know what happened because I'm all social media myself. I needed to take a break. But I don't know exactly the true details of it. But somehow this man felt some type of way, came back and shot this man down. And that's jealousy. You can't even rejoice. You can't even be happy in what you have. And unfortunately, you can't go back to your old hood. Once you make it, going back to your own hood is a death sentence. You yeah. could. I mean, you hear that. You hear that a lot. That you know, it's unfortunate that you can't. What uh, even the Bible says, like you know, a, a, a prophet is never welcome in his own home. Ooh, say so, that again. Rewind. That's so deep, though. But when when you look at it, not I'm not making a comparison of Nipsey to Jesus. I'm just trying mm. to help people to there are parallels where mm-hmm. we see things like this happen throughout history all the time mm-hmm. when it, it, they say it all the time it'd be the ones closest to you because they're the ones that can get to you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you know, caesar <laughs> you're right you talk about you think about jesus and um <laughs> you think about jesus and judas uh-huh he was one of the 12 you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it was like why is it that you can't celebrate with me because when I'm, I win, when one of us wins, we all win, mm-hmm. but we don't always feel that way. Mm-hmm. And cause in their eyes is if I, win, you win, that means that I'm getting everything you're getting. And it's just like, no, no, no. I'm going to give you the same steps that I had to sacrifice to make, but I might give them to you for free, mm-hmm. but you got to do your own with them. You so you, yeah, you got to do your own work when I give you these steps. And sometimes people feel entitled. It, it all plays into like ego. Mm. Eagles, eagles, uh, uh, number one killer. <laughs> it's ego. So I see someone that's doing, and it, again, I I don't want it to seem as though I'm saying, um, if your friend is winning, that you know I'm winning, that people around me are jealous of me. It could very well be the truth, and you want to give people around you the benefit of the doubt that they mm. really are rocking with you, but you do have to be more vigilant and more careful the higher you go it is very lonely at the top for a reason mm. because you have to kind of like seclude yourself because you don't know who who's who's really there for you because they love you and they care about you and they really want to rock with you and they're excited about everything that you're doing and they want to protect you mm. do you know mm. for certain right do you know because at least when you broke you know people yeah. that don't want to fuck with you who want to fuck with you because you right. broke like i ain't got nothing to give you but you could come you. sit on this couch okay then when you start to come up a little bit mm-hmm. you get more people that want to be around you mm-hmm. do they want to be around me or the experience that i bring mm-hmm. 
Yep. Do they want to be around me or my money? Do they want to be around me or my celebrity friends? Do they mm-hmm. want to hang out with me or, you know, or, you know, wh- whoever I'm connected to that they could feel that could bring them up? Right. Exactly. exactly. So would you want to be rich knowing that you're sacrificing yes. all of that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want, like, if I could be rich, I would definitely want it in the background. You know what I mean? Because. But here's the thing. Think about it. And I, I, it's not a—it's not necessarily black and white, but in this case, it's black and white for me. Okay, mm-hmm. think about it. We are so flashy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We want everybody to know we got it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in, in my life, personally, discretion is key. Yes. I'm not rich right now. Right. You won't know when I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, That's the truth, because I said the same thing. If I won the lottery, I wouldn't want... I'm not going to buy a mansion. Yeah, I'm not going to buy a mansion. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You have to... Be smart. We get so, and that's our ego again. Our ego gets us in trouble a lot. Because then next thing you know, tapes are coming out, and it's just like, damn, I did this tape a long time ago. Like, I'm so <laughs> passive. It's like, I'm just playing. It did Kimball. <laughs> I'm just playing, but people start to bring out old shit, and you're yeah, just like. They don't want, they don't want you, they don't have it, so sometimes they don't want you to have it. Mm-hmm. Or I don't, I'm not going to work as hard as I need to work to, to get that. And I want you to give it to me and you don't want to give it to me. So I feel like I need to take it from you. You see people's true colors when you start doing well. Mm -hmm. The desperation and and some people to want to, and the evil, like to want to ruin somebody else's life because you couldn't do. I couldn't aspire to. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had, I may have had all the potential in the world, but but mm -hmm. if I'm lazy and I don't want to do the work that it takes to put it in, or I feel like the world owes me something to have this chip on my shoulder because of X, Y, Z, you know, I may be more prone to go out and steal it or take it from somebody mm-hmm. that has it. And that's, that's a, something that runs through the course of our community. You know, mm-hmm. it, it runs through our community, a lot of these things, but. The thing is, Okay, so let's go back into jealousy. Have you ever experienced jealousy in yes. your life? And how, how did it affect you? Okay, so I've, we're all on a journey, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think we talked about this before, how everyone's on a journey. And I've, I've been jealous. Mm-hmm. I've, re, I've been on the opposite end and been the recipient of mm-hmm. jealous behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's something that we all deal with. So, but I'm not a jealous person. We all yes, deal with that's ego. a lie. We all deal with these lower or carnal vibrations and things like that. Jealousy is one of them. Mm-hmm. When I'm in a, a funky mood or something in my life is not going right, and my friend comes to me and they're excited about this great news that they got. I remember, okay, here, a little transparency moment. I went to college, right, with my two best friends, and um. I could, my mom was like, I'm not signing for no more student loans. Like, I'm just not doing it. It's way too expensive. You want to go to one of the most expensive schools in the state. I just don't have, like, and I don't, I don't want to do this. It's too much on me. It's too much on, you know, whatever, for whatever reason. And I knew I couldn't afford it. And, you know, how am I going to pay this back? So I stopped going. Like, I, I had to, I went home and I started working like, the, you know, the rest of the people that I knew that weren't in college. And meanwhile, my best friends, they're still in school, they're still working, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing their thing and they graduate. I was so bummed out that I could not, at that point in time, finish and graduate with them that I did not go to the graduation. I didn't go to the graduation parties. I completely 
cut everybody off. I can understand that. That's a messed up thing to do. Yeah, but I totally understand it. Because it's not, that would have sent you into a major depression. I was already in it. Yeah, that's a, like, it's like, like, I'm so happy for you, but understand my circumstances couldn't allow me to be here and i'm i don't i can't spoil your mood by being here and being miserable at the time i mean that sounds that sounds really noble but at the time it had nothing to do with me not i just i i was not happy for them Mm. i was i was bitter Mm -hmm. i was in my feelings Mm -hmm. i was mad that i there's that chip on my shoulder what why me why couldn't i do this and look at that you know they're 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 celebrating everyone's celebrating them they're doing so great in life and i'm over here like like what were they supposed to do take out loans for me you know what i mean right like i felt like i was cheated out of something Mm -hmm. so i looked at them in the situation that i wanted to be in and i couldn't even be happy for them Mm. and I bet I, I I literally was just like I went I went off the I went off the grid. They didn't hear from me. How long? It was a while. <laughs> it was a while. I want to say during I didn't want to be around them at any point. When I knew graduation was coming, when I knew celebrations were coming, I could not do it. Mm-hmm. I did not go. I didn't want to be a part of it because I felt some type of way. I mm-hmm. I felt like beneath them now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not about them. And that's the selfish part. This is not about you. This is not me celebrating you. This is this is about me licking my wounds. Mm-hmm. This is all about me. This mm-hmm. is all about how I feel. This is not, I, I'm not concerned with how happy you are. I'm mm-hmm. not concerned about the type of friend that I'm being to you. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I've, okay, so I experienced jealousy in many t- type of ways. And I sometimes I'm still a little bit jealous. Like, um, if I see a girl with the like long hair, like I'm, I'm mad. My sister, how you, how you end up with that? And I gotta <laughs> deal with, I gotta deal with the other half. That man, I don't even know that man like that. Um, okay, so back to what I was saying. Um, so yeah, I experienced jealousy in that way, and I could tell you all forms that I feel jealousy. Right? I feel jealousy. I used to be jealous when I was a kid. Um, when you know, with sisters and they dealing with their hair and how easy it was, and I had to get these perms and I had to get this press. I had to do all this other shit, mm-hmm. and so I was always jealous of that. Um, I was. You know, so I would say that was mainly the thing that hit me most about when I was jealous um, as a young girl. And then now I'm sometimes I get jealous of other women and oh, even my siblings, they all went to college. I'm the only one who didn't finish college, don't have a degree. So at one point of my life, I was jealous about Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be jealous of friends that were able to succeed and do more. Like one of my friends got a house and, you know, she did the whole college thing and and, and, uh, you know, uh, it's not a fraternity, a sorority. And like, she had that college life and I, I feel bad that I missed out on that. Mm-hmm. But I do now that I'm evolving, especially mm-hmm. on my spiritual journey. I understand that that's just wasn't my path. You right. know what I mean? Right. Um, and then sometimes I get jealous and I try not to operate on that low frequency. Like you brought up before, you know, of, of other women, I see other pretty women. I'm like, right. damn, I think my man would like, her. oh, she can't be around my <laughs> man. No, <laughs> not at all. You're not allowed. Yeah. And I shouldn't feel that yeah. way. You know what I mean? It's, it, but the thing is, it's it's not an unnatural feeling. Mm-hmm. We all want to be the best. Mm-hmm. We want to be our, you know. We, we want our personality our, to yeah. stay. You want something to be unique and stand out. Uh, right. 
among seven billion people there. Right. Yeah. I mean, we we talked about last time I was on. We talked about being a foster kid and mm-hmm. seeing other people around you, even just having a, you know, experiences mm-hmm. with their actual family and. Um, it's crazy because I'll look at like the relationship that my biological, my biological siblings that were raised with, like around my biological mother Mm -hmm. that they have with her. And as toxic as that relate, those relationships are, I feel like I'm missing out on something. Mm. Not because I want to have that type of relationship, but I'm like, you, you got to know her Mm. and experience her. So you have a different view of her. And that part can make you a little jealous. Mm. Like, I'm on the outside looking in again. Mm. Damn, you're right. It's like that meme where this guy is, I, I never forget it. It's this meme and this guy is um, walking in. He sees another guy on a bike. And Yeah, uh, yeah it's like it. this guy's in a wheelchair and this guy is walking so he's jealous that this guy is walking at least he has his legs and this guy that's walking is looking at this guy on a bike he's jealous of the guy on the bike like man i wish i had that bike the guy on the bike is jealous of the guy on the car and he's right. like damn i, I, I wish i had that car you just see like you never know what somebody could be jealous about right. you for so right. so that's one experience we both talked about in what ways that we felt jealous how did you experience jealousy um i think the older you get and the more you work on discernment and intuition and those things. Oh, can we stop for a second? What is discernment? It's such a cool ass word. <laughs> What's discernment? Discernment is listening to your spirit. So we have our, what I, uh, the Holy Spirit, which is like our internal GPS. Our higher self. Our higher self. Yeah. Right? And it literally guides you. Mm-hmm. I was just watching the naked medium. She was talking about all of the old Friday. Go ahead. It literally guides you. So you, you could be sitting in a room or have an interaction with somebody and everything that they're saying is translating. Your spirit is translating it as the truth behind it. So I've had experiences with people, one girl in particular, um, that we were friends we were close and like people were like wherever you saw frick you saw frack and mm-hmm. that we were just very 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 close and there was a falling out um and you know life happens but we started we made the decision to try and mend that friendship and then one day it was just like i don't i don't think we should be friends confused the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. I was so lost. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't understand why your beha- like why her behavior was this way. Mm-hmm. And the explanation that I got, my spirit read it as bullshit. Mm. That's bullshit. So the discernment was, I didn't have to know what was really happening behind the scenes to know what was really happening behind the scenes. I know that's right. So mm-hmm. when you have, I mean, we talk about it, like it's probably more easier to explain in like relationships with dudes where they cheat in. And then you like, mm-hmm. you'll see, you'll see it's that intuition or a phone number. And it's like, I know everything that happened. I don't even have, I ain't have to mm-hmm. be there. I know what happened. Mm-hmm. That's your discernment. And I'm like, I can be like, okay, is this person for me? You read their vibes. No. Mm-hmm. 
No, that's just the Holy Spirit giving you everything that you need to know about a situation so that you're not walking into it blind and, and allowing you to make the choice. Mm-hmm. Do I want to enter this or not? Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit will tell you, no, mm-hmm. don't go there. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't be around this person too much because this person ain't really for you. So who do you think she was je- She was kind of jealous of maybe where you were going in life or you know maybe what you had or even how you presented yourself? I think that... Sometimes we look at people who seem to have everything and think that they're happy where they are. When at times, like the guy in the car who was looking at the next person, like, oh, I wish I, wish I could just go for a walk today. Mm-hmm. I'm rushing to work in my fancy, mm-hmm. fancy car. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think from in that particular experience, I didn't have everything, but I had my peace. Mm-hmm. Right. Ooh, Sometimes and people will just be jealous of your peace. Of your you peace. Girl. That is so true. That's so true. And they don't understand the sacrifices and the crying and the praying and the begging you took just to get to that piece. Yes. And I had to make decisions that maybe that person wasn't strong enough to make. Right. And I was strong enough to make the decisions Mm -hmm. and and make those what seemed like sacrifices to other people. How could you go without that? Because my piece is far more important to you than than shucking and jiving with y'all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And sometimes you're just meant to go in a different path because i could i totally relate to what you're saying um damn i really do relate to what you're saying as far as jealousy that i've i've been in people you know stupid shit superficial shit that that light skin dark skin shit i had to be a part of all of that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where you experience jealousy where women just look at you and they already hate you before they even had a conversation i've experienced that so many different times why are you on that can we stop talking that, like we be trying to use this vibe thing to mask our insecurities in our ego when we be like, oh, it's just something about her. I don't like sometimes that's true, mm-hmm. but sometimes you're just a bitch. Yeah, exactly. And you're a mean girl. Yeah. And you don't do that. And you we think- have to stop misusing mm-hmm. and abusing what God has given us to go, go through life. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can read people's vibrations. Yes, it's true. But, oh, it's just something about her. I don't like, maybe you're just a fucking hater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just being jealous. here happy and smiling and you going to whisper to the person. And that's exactly you, what happened. It's something about her. I don't, I don't like it. It's, it's you. Yep. That's don't ex- project your insecurities mm-hmm. because you know that you can't match that vibration that just walked in the room because all you're doing is sizing her up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, you can't have a genuine conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be the best for all of those insecurities. You, you don't, you probably don't feel like you dressed the best that day. You probably don't think you look the best. She's cute. Oh my God. Uh, now I'm playing second fiddle to her. That's not you catching a vibe. That's your vibe. Right. Running around you in circles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Cause that's exactly what it was. And when I tell you it was a gang of them, it was multiple women. And I, when I tell you, <laughs> I have not had one conversation with them, but you know, you know me, Christina, like when you saw me around our old job, I'm like, Hey, da-da-da. you know, I come in like, bah, 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 right? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right. Like I come in like that, not because I wasn't just crying the night before right. it, not because I wasn't just crying when I got out of my car to come in here <laughs> right. and put the show on for you. You know what I mean? Like I remember the first time I experienced you outside of the office. It we were on our way to the office, but we got off at the same exit. Uh-huh. And I'm driving next to you and you were having a full concert on <laughs> concert 
so embarrassing. And I'm driving next to you, and I'm like, this chick is nuts. <laughs> she is batshit crazy. Because it's like, you know how people sing while they're driving? Mm-hmm. And you could... T- but you were like giving I mean, it my all. You had background singers and like you. <laughs> I be going my like this with my head. <laughs> I'm like, if she crashes this car, I'm gonna go to work and be like, no, that's not what happened. Oh she wrapped gosh. herself around the pole because she thought she was Beyonce. <laughs> Yo, that's so embarrassing because I totally <laughs> give it my you. all when in the you car. Came into the off when you come into the off. Well, came into the office. It was that same energy. Yeah. And so that's that's just how I am. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I would I came into that job and I had to, you had to dress up and um you know I didn't I are you still there? No, it was an old job before. No, that our job yeah. Oh, oh the job before that. Oh my God. <laughs> no, the job before that is where I experienced this. Okay, and amongst my own people though, <laughs> it's my own people. That that like, makes it hard. Like that, damn, that makes you angry. Right, like, damn. like you don't even know me to the point where I had to check them bitches. Mm-hmm. Like I had to check them. Like I know you think I'm just this light skin bippity boppity boo bitch, but let me tell you, you're not going to intimidate me at right. all. At right. all. You and right. your hood shit, whatever. I was raised in the hood too. I don't want to fight, but I'm not going to have you beat me down. Like, I can't be me. Like, I, cause I, I never had a conversation with you. Right. I never had a conversation. You don't know that you I'm don't funny. You don't know me at all. Yeah, you, you don't know. You haven't even given me the opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah. But you know what? That, we have so much healing to do. Yeah, we as do. A, as a, as a people, we really, really do have a lot of healing to do. And it, it starts with sitting with yourself and doing the work on yourself. So if you're listening to this and you're like, well, um, like do a, do a self-assessment. Is it me? Is it really the person that I'm, you know, giving such a hard time to, or is it my own insecurity that's rising up in my face? And if you sit with yourself for a good amount of time, you will begin to see it's not going to feel good. It's it, but you have to do the work on yourself. There were, I I was able to sit and see where I was wrong in a Mm -hmm. lot of situations. Yeah. But you had to, you wanted that change. You do have to want it. Yeah. You wanted that change. You went on the spiritual journey. You opened your third eye because of the opening a third eye is just a, accepting you know it's all about acceptance and, and truths and in other people's truths and a lack of judgment if this person says they want to be a unicorn one day who are we to tell them that they can't be a unicorn they can be a unicorn in their own right, right. you know what unicorns i mean unicorns don't get, exist have you ever seen one no then how you right. know right you know oh <laughs> uh, what are you talking know? about vibing on the next like because so can you could walk through walls and you want to see like it's not about that it's it's about full acceptance and I'm sorry. A lot of people, uh, the and, and some women are not there. They're just raised in hate. They're raised in jealousy. They're raised to get attention. And it, it is so bad because yeah. they know nothing better than that, than that and higher than that. And it's not about, that's how I got over that whole educational thing. That's how right. I got over that. Not having long hair like my sisters. That's because I started to love me. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I like what I do for people. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I like what I can bring to people. Right. And if they like that, that's cool. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Enjoy like, your life. you know, because what if I was, you got to think, I hate not to go morbid, but it's like, what if I die? How many people are going to be affected by that? Of course, my children and my family, mm-hmm. but I bring light to other people that I probably don't even know that I do. 
You do bring light. Thank you. And not just because you're light skinned. You're right. Right. I'm trying to get a tan to dim this light <laughs> a little bit, but it just keeps shining just through. Just <laughs> it just keeps so shining through. <laughs> I hate that. I We really need to do better as yeah. far as that because... I'm black just like you are. I'm right. not. I'm not any less black right. because I'm lighter than right. you. And yet- I'm telling you, it's 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 really really bad. And that's that stuff that's systemic. And we can go back into the history of slavery and you know all that stuff and how they pit us against each other and how that stuff has trickled down through you know through time and generational curses and all that stuff. But the thing about arming yourself with knowledge, the Bible says. My when, when God refers to his people, he says, my people suffer for the lack of knowledge. That's not just knowing how to make money or how to do certain things. We suffer, we hurt ourselves because mm-hmm. we don't even know ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To not know yourself is the big, like mm-hmm. the biggest deficiency that you can have. Absolutely. Yep. And it's not until you take the time, choose to take the time mm-hmm. to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. That you're going to say, here's where my strengths are. Mm-hmm. Here's what my weaknesses are. Here's what I need to do better at. Mm-hmm. And when you start focusing on you and how to make yourself better, yep. you begin to see other people around you like, listen, you got work to do. I got work to do. I can't fault you for where you at. I can't criticize you for where you and at. And nor am I going to join your team because I'm not going to band with you because you don't like something. You're going to talk me into not liking right. it. And now you got two miserable bitches. On my own. Yeah. When I got to know myself. Mm-hmm. And I love standing with people. Mm-hmm. I love being a part of a cause. But I know how to think for myself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you see those bully groups, those mean girl yeah. squads, mm-hmm. it's like y'all not really thinking for yourself. Y'all want to be attached to this one. So you're going along with whatever this one says and you look stupid. They got you out here looking crazy because mm-hmm. y'all sitting here being mean to that person and y'all don't know what they're going through. And look at the, there's women in jail for following after somebody following behind somebody mm-hmm. and on a dumb ass cause. So you, you risked your life for a dumb cause because of somebody else. So you yeah. took their life in essence, yeah. took your life yeah. and now you living behind these four walls. And that's it. Mm-mm, I want to live my life. Yeah. Hey, ain't no man. Cause a man would take you there too. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Jealous girl. Let's talk about jealousy when it comes to these men. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's just del- del- delve into that. <laughs> Go ahead and delve. Jelly. Go ahead and delve. Uh, mm. <clears throat> Discernment. Go ahead. <laughs> I was in, I was married for, um, eight years together with my husband for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is not, this is not, shit on the ex like this ain't right right that. right but i think it's important to be transparent and deal with the my perception my perspective mm-hmm. of my situation mm-hmm. don't get mad at me about my perspective of my situation right so here it is right we dealt a lot with infidelity mm-hmm. i dealt with it a lot in my marriage mm-hmm. what it caused me to do was to not trust women Period. Mm. Especially if you if you lived in the, in the neighborhood or town that I lived in, I just I couldn't do it genuinely, and it went against everything in me. Because 
at that time, Beauty Beyond the Veil was just getting started. Mm. That whole mission of reaching out to women and young girls to help them to discover their inner beauty. But I'm like, it was conflicting. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I can't even go to the grocery store and be comfortable having a conversation with someone because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I wonder if you slept with him. Mm -hmm. Now I'm looking at people crazy and they're looking at me crazy. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it will cause you to become extremely insecure, Mm -hmm. which is where jealousy stems from insecurity in your own self. I'm looking at them like I would come in contact with women. I'm looking, I'm sizing them up every Mm -hmm. way I can. I've come in contact with women that I found out that, you know, he had been having affairs with and I'm looking at them like, they ain't that cute. Oh, they ugly. When in all actuality, it's him. Not all of them were. Yeah. They all weren't ugly. You, you love to think, you know, Mm -hmm. you ain't even level up on me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But Mm -hmm. that was just my ego, my hurt feelings projecting onto this other woman and we become so jealous of each other we have to be oh i have to be the most slayed one in the room that we can't even truly and genuinely big one another up because our insecurities are running our lives now Mm -hmm. behind someone that hurt us for another woman Mm -hmm. that's that's crazy because i i do that now like uh uh i will no no you bring a who what where no (laughs) No, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't. I do not play those games. I don't. But one thing I will say is I've been in situations where infidelity was a thing. The same thing with me and my kid's father. We was together for 17 years on and off. And I would find things constantly um, like videos and pictures and just like just like and I would get so upset. But I never was a type of person to get mad at the woman because I'm like, you brought her in his. Exactly. You brought her in this. You know yeah. me. She don't know me. She right. don't owe me shit. Right. Don't owe me a single thing. They. I, I, I ain't never been friends her, with her. Friends, family, right. God. I ain't make a single vow right. to her. Nope. I <laughs> didn't. I didn't sleep with her. I didn't give her everything. She never sacrificed anything. I don't have no kids with her. Nothing. Like how I. I had to logically think. I can't get so mad at this person. Right. Because the only way they entered my life was because, because of him. You let them in. But what's the question that we always ask ourselves? Why was she better than me? Why wasn't I enough? It's so funny because that's the question I used to ask time, time and again. And now me, I can't, now that I'm on a different type mm-hmm. of journey, it's it's a different way to look at right. it. She's not better than me. The yeah. issue's with you. The problem is with you. Yeah, she got she got the juice just like I got the juice. And you trying to get juice us together. Get from everybody. Yeah, like no. No. Well, I, all these rainbows and, and pots at the end. Of them. Yeah. Selfish. Yeah. Yes. And you're greedy and you're going to end up alone and your penis is going to stop working. And then you're going to look around and then you're going to be like, damn, that's what's going to happen. Like, yeah. you're, you're ignorant. That, that's the insecurity in them, too. Yeah. It's, it, it's so crazy. Like, it's very much an it's insecurity. It's, it's, it's insane. It's a lot to work through. I don't claim to know the, the, the magic solution to it. But I know that like we just going back to what we were saying before, that when I started working on myself and learning myself and loving myself, choosing to do the work to make me the best person that I could be for me. Because I'm looking at you, not to cut you off, but I'm looking at you, right? And you telling me this thing, you know, about your ex and 
that probably made you did that make you feel insecure as about as far as physically wise did oh, you yeah. not you think you're oh yeah and i'm sitting here and the first time i come to work at that job i was like oh she pretty she would not be around my man <laughs> No, and, I, and then I, here you are, probably not thinking the best no, of yourself, and not somebody else is admiring gained, your beauty. I had gained so much weight, but like after I had my kids, I had gained a lot of weight. I'm, I was so used to being tiny. People were like, oh, here, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working to lose weight, not because I feel like, oh my god, I'm this big slob. It's because I just want to be a healthier version of myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I had gained a lot of weight, so I felt like that was a factor. You know, after I had my kids, my libido kind of changed, and it was just like. Oh, I can't win. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, you know, it was so many things that played on my insecurities that I was struggling a lot. And it was hard to maintain healthy friendships. And that's when your self-esteem is low, it's easy to get sucked into toxic relationships Mm -hmm. with friends, with family, because you get caught up in their drama. You get caught up in... You're operating on a low frequency. And that's the frequencies that Mm -hmm. surround you. And it's easy to get pulled in. You really got to pull yourself out. You really have to pull Mm -hmm. yourself out of it. And um, once I started doing that, it it began to change. People were like, oh, my God, you okay? You... this happened. You, you you're not devastated. You seem so calm. Cause I'm hoping right. right now you know your worth. You know what oh, I mean. Yeah. And that's why you're able to do yeah, have this to, co-parenting yeah. situation yeah. without being so hateful. Because yeah. you just accepted like he has his own journey to be on. He has his own insecurities, and I can't be sucked into it. Right. Because once I'm sucked into it, now I'm fighting right. this one, this one. I'm mad at you, and now I'm in a depressed state. Because no, that's that's your right let you find whatever you're trying to look for right. out of that i got my own like obviously i'm supposed to go this way right. i'm just gonna go this way yeah. you know what and, i mean and people will try to tell you to stick it out oh no no you stick it out stick it out people have been married for like 30 and 40 years and they are miserable but because they believe in the notion of stick it out and i'm not saying like if, if you not you know popping you know banging with your spouse right now to just run to the nearest divorce center that's not what i'm saying but you have to know yourself enough to know when enough is enough Mm -hmm. and like like you just said we're all on a journey some people are moving at different paces it may look like someone's going slower it may look like someone's not moving at all Mm -hmm. but that's just my perception of that person Mm -hmm. experience i have one journey to focus on that is mine, and because I have two children that were birthed to me, I have a responsibility to help them get started on their journey. Is absolutely, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. But I, in order for me to do that function in that way, I had to say, I can love you. I have mad love for my kid's father, but our journeys are just not... Mm-hmm. We're still going to be in this journey together because we have two children that mm-hmm. we have to raise together. But we, as far as a relationship and being together, that's not healthy for either one of us mm-hmm. in this space and time. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Right. Exactly. That's okay. So, yes, when I tell people that, you know, we still live together, they're like, oh, God, what? After everything y'all been, y'all still live together? Are y'all, are y'all still together together? Like People don't understand it or fathom that. I understand it, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm so thankful because, like, he meditates and he does, you know, he does his own thing. Um, and we we are, I'm thankful to to God that we've able to reach, we, were, we have been able to reach a place in our spiritual journeys that have allowed for this space mm-hmm. 
to not be a toxic one for our children. Mm-hmm. People on the outside looking and do not understand that. And, and it's not for them. This is not your story. So I don't have to. Story. Right. I don't have to explain what level we're on. I don't right. have to explain where we're at in the mental right. space that we're at. It's not for you to understand. Right. Mine, mine is a little bit different where, you know, I know that my kid's father is going to phase out eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very toxic he you know when we talk about vibrating on a low frequency he's there mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to leave it mm-hmm. he doesn't want to leave the that frequency and so because of that I have to deal with I have to back away I have to separate myself from it you know what I mean mm-hmm. so okay so hey stuff happens during the podcast you just got to roll with the punches <laughs> but um yeah I know that I, it's gotten to the point where I can't even have a civil conversation with him about his children. And um, it's it's crazy because I, it's funny being on a spiritual journey. I know we keep saying this and I hope that we continue to say this throughout podcasts because I really want to encourage anyone that listens to it that if you haven't found it, find it, whatever that means for you. But I can tell in this, in this journey that I've done, it's helped me with my situation with my kid's father because I used to get so angry. Mm-hmm. I used to get so angry and just we was supposed to record one time and then Mm -hmm. my kids ended up having to get picked up and you know I had to talk to them about the explosion that happened there but by the grace of God I was for the most part I kept calm right because I realized this is not a me thing right there's nothing I do that cause you to erupt like this that's you and unfortunately you're gonna be there forever until you realize that you shouldn't be there. You're able to compartmentalize. Right, right, right. You so your situation, and and that that that's so helpful. You you become an observer of your life sometimes, and not necessarily so reactive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. Like I can I can take a step back and and see the situation for what it is. Exactly. Because I'm not leading with my emotions. Right. That's going now. Yeah. Like my, I had to re- emotionally remove myself from you mm-hmm. because you're unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You're unhealthy, and I can't make you be what I want you to be for these children. I can't make you want to do these things for for my kids. Mm-hmm. They got me, right? And that's all and that that's, matters. That's, that's that's it. Yeah, they got me. If you gave up, then you gave up, brother. I I truly hope the best for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your happiness is not tied to whether or not he's doing what he's supposed mm-hmm. to do or no be right. happy in knowing that you're doing what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do exactly and your exactly. children are happy knowing that you're doing what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. and unfortunately it's going to be a part of their story you know my dad's yeah. not around or my dad is this and my dad is that you know and i'm truthful to my kids like you know your dad uh, asshole <laughs> you know what i mean because i don't want them to be disappointed and mm-hmm. i i feel like sometimes people shield their children too too much and then mm-hmm. they end up blaming me like no i've done everything that i possibly mm-hmm. can my struggle with you has he's not getting no credit for the sacrifices and the struggle i've made for my mm-hmm. children at all right at all no, I, I i understand i understand that I, and we are in a very very um we're in a great position to be able to uh, have our children watch to a certain degree the struggles that we have and be honest with them. Um, of course, at their love, their level. Right, of, right. Yeah, exactly. I understand. Like, I have a five-year-old. I'm not going to sit there and explain. Yeah, ins and outs absolutely. Of the, you know, breakdown. Even my seven-year-old either. But we have to also understand that our kids are a lot smarter than we kind of give them credit for sometimes. They're the same ages as my kids. Really? Yeah, they're five. My, my kids is, well... 
six and seven. They're about to turn April and then May. So I'm getting a six and a seven. Six in April. Oh, at the end of this month. And yep. then Kendall my, does too. my son turns eight in June. So, yep. you know, um, but they're a lot smarter. They will come to certain conclusions on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, we, thankfully, we are spiritually at a point in our journey where we can give them the tools that we didn't have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a, a healthy way to handle negative feelings mm-hmm. and process things a little bit differently than than we at their age had so that as they're growing up and growing through the things that we had to grow through they now have like i feel like they have a an An advantage yeah an advantage Mm -hmm. almost like well i watched my mom handle Mm -hmm. situations like this i watched how my mother handled confrontation I watched how my mother handled hard times and at that point where they're under they're beginning to understand the things they see us go through now those hard times I don't have to handle it in an explosive way I can take the lessons that our mothers and fathers and Mm -hmm. were you know and handle it in a way that's going to make me better Mm -hmm. I don't have to hit a lot of the potholes that mommy mm-hmm. had to hit mm-hmm. because I was able to see her learn from the cer- certain mm-hmm. things that happened and things like that. So it is good to be transparent and, and be honest, like, you know, to an extent with your kids on certain things that go on. And we are blessed to be spiritually on a journey. Some yeah. people are still vibrating down here. I feel so bad. That's yeah. why I said I feel bad for my kids' father. Like, do you know how much better it is to be up here? It's really, really good. It's it's, it's yes it's so much cleaner up here it really is down well, there all that london fog yeah man like you and you down here with the dorito bag trash <laughs> like come on come on in the room yeah but like i i was even having a conversation with my father this morning about where people are on their journey and where when it if we're going to go back to talking about jealousy that's a place that you have to learn to grow from mm-hmm yeah. You have to build your security. And that's a work secure. in progress. Yeah. It's a work. Because I have not mastered that yet. It's yeah. not an overnight process. It's something that, like I said, everyone deals with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's recognizing when you feel that feeling of mm, being able to recognize this. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. let me take a step back yep, yep, and mm-hmm. see why I'm triggered. Why yeah. is this triggering me? What am I feeling? What's the root cause of it mm-hmm. so that we can deal with the, we can, we can deal with the issues and not make that person an issue. Right. That's not the isn't issue. Isn't it funny? That's how, and I know we got to wrap up soon, but isn't it funny how higher, how high, uh, a higher self is? It's like, all right, the reason why you're feeling like this or the reason why you're feeling triggered is because you know you don't trust this man and mm-hmm. you don't you know you don't trust this situation because you know this is the vibe from you get but then your your yourself which is not your mm-hmm. higher self is mm-hmm. like no i'm mad because you know she's flirting with him and that's not the reason because you don't want to face like, the truth all, sometimes flirting with him. She's, yes. the, she's the waitress and she asked him if he wanted some more juice right. in his cup you need to cut it out right so. you and like <laughs> You need to. It's so. She funny. just said hi. Yeah, that's it. I'm like, 
don't talk to him. Why are you talking to her? Why are you liking her picture on Instagram? Why, you why know, are you, you friends can't, with her? Why, like, can't, why you got it? Because I'm you, still not in that space. You having female friends, that's a threat that, to me. That, you're a, that's a threat. That's a threat to me. <laughs> it really is. I got guards. Yep. Mm-hmm. Guns loaded. Right. Like, clock, clock. What? <laughs> I'm waiting. But it's like, oh, God, that's, that's a prison. Yeah. That is a Prison. But I haven't been saved from everything. I'm still on this journey. You're, Absolutely, you're further in the journey than no, I am. No, it, it is. <laughs> like I realized, I was like, I I don't want to live like that. Right, right. I was like, I don't want to live like this. I don't want to go through this every day. I don't want to go out feeling on guard. Right, on God. Right. <laughs> I don't want to go out feeling like like that. It's like a I'm paranoid. Now I'm going through the phone bill yeah. like crazy person. Oh, girl, I'm so glad I don't do that. I will not check. I'm excuse me, like, but I will not check a nigga's phone. I will not. Whatever is meant for me to know and find out, it will find its way to me. My days of running phones is over. Okay, I'm all in the phone bill, highlighting like I'm a tax accountant. <laughs> <laughs> that was a. How, how long is it? Let me time. Let me that time was 11 minutes. minutes. How long is it? How much can you say in two minutes? Let me time this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, so you was going to have a 30. You was on the phone for 30 minutes. Y'all had a lot to Wait, talk Oh, about. so who's 652-389-2800? Like, I'm checking it against my, my contacts on my phone. I got this number saved. Oh, that's his sister. Like, <laughs> like yo, I was losing my, I, I was losing my mind. And that was just like, okay, stop. Yes. Yeah. You God, that's really why I had to in. get. I, that's why I had to get away from my kid's father, and I feel so much happier now. Yeah, like so much happier. And like I still face jealousy, but not to the extent of like where you were. That's how I was checking mm-hmm. that T-Mobile bill, shutting off yeah. his phone. I was suspended. <laughs> Don't know his how phone. to act. Boop. Yes, I would like to suspend the phone. <laughs> my phone please. not working. <laughs> oh, it's not. Mm. It's because you was talking to something, 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 <laughs> something, something, something for 22 minutes. You don't talk to me like that. You're not checking on me. <laughs> right. I'm so glad. I'm well, I'm well past that. I'm yeah. well past that. So everyone, I mean, I guess in like final thoughts would be like everyone has experiences. We all have the ability to do amazing things. Mm-hmm. We all were birthed and mm-hmm. born into this life with a purpose find it we have to find our purpose stop working stop being jealous and stop looking at somebody else's and what path they're on and find out whatever path you were meant to live because everybody is on here for a what reason. are your own grass yeah right exactly you focus on everybody else looking at everybody else's fence what are you doing for yourself right and that's what you got to look at like right. you got to look at water your own grass paint your own fence and I know it's hard. Or pay somebody to do it. But just focus <laughs> focus on your own shit is basically focus what we're trying to tell you. You know what we mean. Yeah. I ain't got no green thumb. I cooked every house plant I ever had. <laughs> ever, ever had. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, there's that. I had fake plants that melted in the sun. I, I found don't... a solution. <laughs> All right. So yes. this was episode six with my new co-host, Christina, Hi. on Anonymously Yours Podcast. We do have Anonymously underscore yours podcast on Instagram. That is still up. I did not disconnect that. That needs to be revamped, too, because we need to introduce the new host onto there as well. So things are going to evolve as they evolve. But we wanted to get out an episode, um, an episode out to you guys. And hopefully you enjoy it. Yeah. Let us know what you think about um, changing the name. 
Let us know what you think about um, different topics that you guys want to hear about. Mm -hmm. um, we love questions. Mm -hmm. Love you them. Know, ask some questions. Give your opinion so we can, you know, have a dialogue. This is, uh, this is, all, this, you know, this really is for everybody. To talk to us and hear our opinions, but we want to hear from you too. So I'm yep. sure uh, Javon is going to have all that info for you all. Jovi, I don't think they know me as Javon, but oh, now okay. you gave my government out. <sighs> Guess you guys found out. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. Christina. Sorry, I'm about to say your whole. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed the show. I holla. Bye.